can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, "John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. You can run on for a long time. Run on." For a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand, working in the dark against your fellow man. But as sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on. Looking forward to being here for the remainder of this hour. I will be introducing my guest here in a few moments. Uh, but first, let's just get out the uh, normal show intro, as it were. Saturdays from 4 to 5 Mountain Time, 5 to 6 Central, and 6 to 7, where my guest is joining me from. You can join me right here on Saturdays on Republic Broadcasting Network. Now, also, I do a show on K-Talk Radio out of it's, uh, Salt Lake Metro. And that is uh, Mondays and Tuesdays from 10 to noon. But uh, another way you can interact with me is on Talk with John 1. That's Talk with J-O-N 1. You've got questions for me or the guests that I happen to have on. I can do that. But that's a great way to interact with me off air and ask me questions about the show. So I want to say thank you to my guest for joining me here today and being part of this show. But first, let me go get the show off to a proper start. Today is August 12th, 2023. Wow, can't believe it's already uh, the middle of August. It seems to have gone pretty fast this year. It just seems like uh, our times are not slowing down and they're speeding up. All right, so now... I do want to also mention the uh, give out my show prayers that were and my show mantra. No need to bow your head, close your eye. It's just the prayer of my heart. I hope my show is a gift back to my forefathers, the founding fathers, and may it be an acceptable token to our Father above. Then, the mantra of the show, where there is liberty, there is the Spirit of Christ. Where the Spirit of Christ is, there will be liberty. And the greater the Spirit of Christ, the greater liberty will be. Well, why do I call liberty? And why do I not mention freedom? Liberty to me is the responsibility side, it's the action side, and it's the moral side of freedom. Just because you're free to do a thing doesn't necessarily mean you should do a thing. And, uh, well, Christ, well, he represents goodness to me uh, and trying to help you fellow man. So right now I have Kay 
and I'm going to get that last name wrong, so I'm going to let you say it. Rubicek. Rubicek. I'm so glad I let you say it. <laughs> I think I would have messed that up big time. So Kay Rubicek joining me from Epic Times, uh, and she, she is part, she's a producer and editor on a new documentary, and uh, it is The Godaways. So, uh, you can find that on their website, and I will be mentioning that here in a few minutes. But first, let's play the uh, gotawaysfilm.com is a place to go. Also, you can go to the Epic Times and you can Epic TV, and you can find it there. But first, let's just do this. We've got a one minute and twenty four second. Uh, oh my gosh trailer for the film and I think it's going to do a very good ex job of explaining it and we will be right back so Frank if you can go ahead and start playing that for us that'd be fantastic Frank you there okay he said momentarily it'll be ready to play so we'll give him just a moment. Okay, so Kay, uh, we're, we're, while he's preparing that, how did you come to be part of this documentary? So the director for this documentary is Charlotte Cuthbertson, and she's been living on the border in a small border town where a lot of illegal immigrants are coming through every day for two years. And I went and did reporting with her in 2021. And it was just, you know, like I, I thought I knew, and now, you know, I thought I knew something about the border crisis. You know, it, it was already a, a crisis back in 2021. But now, I mean, it's such an extreme. But when you go there and you see it, so Charlotte took me around and showed me all the points and told me where to go and, and that I would just see people just jumping over the fence every morning at five o'clock and running across the street, the gotaways that no one sees in the media. I saw them. And I saw the cartel members right up front. I, it was unbelievable. It changed my perspective. And so when she told me she was doing a documentary, I said, absolutely, I want to be a part of this. Well, I think we're ready. Right, Frank? 160 countries illegally cross the U.S.-Mexico border and get themselves up to Border Patrol. But what about the ones who evade Border Patrol? These are known as the gotaways. You can safely assume that anybody that went through the extra effort to avoid U.S. Border Patrol was not an asylum seeker by default. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but somewhere down the road, if somebody rapes and kills somebody, and we find out that they came through here on my watch, that's unacceptable. These men had surrounded my house. They were banging on my back door. They were banging on my front door. You can't understand it unless you're out here seeing it every day. 21 dead bodies on the road. Is it wrong to ask people to come to your front door of your home? Then why would it be wrong to ask people to come to the front door of our nation? Their primary goal is to circumvent the checkpoints, go undetected. People that do not want to surrender, those are going to be the potential terrorists, the criminals, the real threat to the U.S. We are hoping the federal government would step in and do something, but they didn't. We have no clue who they are or where they're going. That's the scary part. All right. 
okay audience that gives us a little taste of this documentary now I've watched this documentary all the way through and I've even backed up rewatch parts again seeing this was <clears throat> probably not as oh heart tugging heart heart uh, stabbing as the sound of freedom but it lets you see how the sound of freedom is coming into the United States and you guys even touch on that a little bit in your documentary uh, at the very end you talk about a few of those things so I've got a number of questions for you so I'm just going to pepper you with questions so first off what prompted the team at Epic Times to go and explore this topic further Biden's was it Biden's ignorance of the border or was it something else or was it well we may get into the dirty details a little bit later but what made you decide and actually before we hit that specifically I don't know if anybody else in the audience noticed I did an accent an awesome accent so you heard it <laughs> So what does a lady from down under want to come up to the United States and then wants to be part of this documentary? <laughs> because so I, uh, I've been told, I've been told by the mainstream media that everyone that is in down under thinks all of us Americans are crazy and how dare we uh, even think that one of them might have a conservative thought in their head. So, okay, that's my question. Let's, let's start there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've been living in America for 12 years now, moved here with my family back then. And I live in New York, of all places, um, upstate New York. And, uh, you know, when I, was, when I was coming over here, I was going to start working with my friend over here. She, she already had a business here. I had so many Australians say to me, uh, why would you go to America? You might become like an American. And I said, <laughs> what's, what's so bad about that? And, and you, you know, like a, bit, a big thing of my, my, my other work is, is I, I do a lot of it about exposing communism and socialism in our world today, especially here in America, because my family escaped communist regimes three times over three generations. Wow. So, you know, like that, I mean, that's a whole nother story, but that's why I do what I do. And... Um, I wouldn't have the impact that, that my work wouldn't have the same impact in Australia because you know it's a smaller market. But what I what I found is I was able to find the root of, you know, why why does the world, uh, why are they trained by media and propaganda to look down on America, and it, it's it's part of a bigger agenda. And um, I'm not part of that. You know, I don't want any part of that. And since coming to America, I've met so many Americans, and uh, I am just overwhelmed by the kindness of the average American person. And I am just such an ambassador when I go back to my, you know, my family and friends in Australia, and I just tell them about the truth of what I see. And the politics, I can talk with politics and all of that, but I'm ju I just care about the people that I meet. And I've been to more than 20 states in this great nation and met 
interviewed hundreds of people and it's just been absolutely fantastic. So um, I can just proudly and honestly say to my Aussie friends and family, um, don't believe the, uh, the socialist lies that push down America and the American people um, because I know what this country is really founded on and I know how great the true American people are who really respect the, the founding of this great nation. Well, I'll tell you this. We've got some good people on this network. Uh, we've got some good people that listen to it. We've got some not-so-good people that listen to it, too. But, good. You know, the bottom line is, whatever it takes to get the ratings, we won't necessarily do it. But we don't mind having the good and the bad and the ugly here. And heaven knows, they've got the good and the bad with me. And not so, not so brilliantly gorgeous. So, let's go to, uh, back to my question. What promoted you and the team at Epic Times to explore this topic for, uh, further? Was it, uh, and, and I don't even want to say it's Biden's ignorance, maybe his willful, willful ignorance, the Democrat ignorance, or was it something else that uh, made you go down and want to do this uh, documentary? Well, I can tell you from two perspectives. So from the Epoch Times, um, they are just, they just have their pulse on the news. Um, they knew, the, the chief editor there knew in 2021 um, when I was doing reporting, he said, go to the border, look at the stories there, you have to see it. And I went and he was right. And that's when I started working with Charlotte Cuthbertson, the director of this great documentary. And But myself, I've been, um, I've made other documentaries related to organ trafficking, human trafficking, smuggling and things like that. So I'm, I'm really aware of, of these issues. And I know, you know, what Epoch Times can do, they're not doing, um, say, Sound of Freedom is, is a great example of a Hollywood blockbuster that's going to move your heart and bring you to tears. Um, Epoch Times is doing uh, true stories, but in a very journalistic approach where there is intentionally no um, emotional manipulation. You just take a look, you make your own choices um, about what's going on. And I'm, I'm not saying that Sound of Freedom is emotionally manipulative. I think it's a very true story and it's excellent and, and I think it's it's fantastic. Um, but it's using all but the Hollywood techniques. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. It's a okay. movie and it's made for moviegoers, whereas this documentary is made for people who haven't been to the border and want to see what, what's really going on on the ground because they're not going to see it anywhere else. Okay. So isn't it a bit concerning that the, that there are estimates that 1.7 million gotaways have managed to slip into our country unnoticed? And when the immigrants are fr found, everyone wants, to, everyone wants to point the finger somewhere else, at the immigrants, at the Republicans. They don't want to... You know, Republicans pointed at the Democrats. Um, they don't point. They pointed a little bit at the cartels. Uh, they don't want to point at the Democrats who get funded, I believe, from those cartels. Um, so, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is concerning. One point seven million gotaways that we know of, and this is a term like not everyone's talking about gotaways because on the media we see the give ups, right? The people, the women and children coming through the ports of entry or flooding um, border patrol in you know big numbers coming across the river and wanting and giving themselves up. They, they want to be picked up. They're they're called give ups. But then there's these gotaways. One point seven million in less than what two years, and they're the ones that we know of that we cannot tell the full number of gotaways that have entered the country illegally. They're the ones that know they would not 
be given entry because you know to get into the country you have to have you got to pass criminal checks you have to pass certain things i mean there's a lot of that being bypassed now but uh i'm i mean i'm a legal immigrant i had to go through all the checks and you know things to get into the country so yeah it's totally concerning and we have a legal process for people to come into the country but it's not being um it's not being followed in in a, in a lot of fronts and and yes people are ex- explaining uh, pointing the fingers all over the place but really it comes back to there's a big sign that's been held up by the Biden administration that says come we will let you in that is the well, biggest problem Biden said in the democrat debate and I, if i if i remember correctly even to some extent with trump hey just come on in if I, as soon as i get voted in come on in we'll take you all doesn't matter what you're doing and and it's not like it's just if it was just a bunch of good people even then they'd be breaking the law coming in uh, there were over, there's over 300 ports of entry into the United or I, maybe it's not ports of entry but 300 places where people come in uh, port of entry come into the United States 300 places where they can do it come in through the front door this is like people going in through a window or burrowing a hole in through your basement or in your house this isn't them coming about it and doing it the right way and 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 frankly uh, in the next segment we will get into a little bit of these things about people actually what they do uh, they actually do go into people's homes they break into people's property they they tear into t- people's fences so um, you are a legal immigrant I have a daughter-in-law now who came from Argentina. Her whole family came here. It took them 20 years to get to the United States legally. Doesn't it frustrate you when some people don't do it the right way? Yeah, of course it does. And, and you know, and like say even New York City now, you see on the streets of New York City, there are just Im- immigrants, and I would say most of them are, are illegal immigrants um, that are just lining the streets, and this is spreading all across the nation. And yeah, it took me ten years. It took me ten years to get, um, get to get a green card here. And I, I mean, I was always legal, but you know, to get that um, permanency, it takes a long time. So yeah, yeah, you've really got to look at who's coming through the front door. And but there's also this this criminal element is that a lot of the people coming through have criminal records, criminal backgrounds. They wouldn't pass a criminal check coming through. And they're the ones that are being helped even by American citizens to come across. And that's, you know, it's not just a time issue. It's like these criminals that are being allowed into the country. And that's that's really very concerning it's not just people like me or others who are coming here for work it's people who are you know coming here for illegal uh illegal purposes well that's one of the main things that we want to do you want <clears throat> when someone comes and knocks on your front door you get to look them in the eye you get to say who are you with what are you here for and i get to determine whether i let them into my home when they go in sneaking in away I don't know how bad of an actor you are. Are you just someone who's drunk coming in through my back door who maybe smashed open a window or are you a truly nefarious actor doing something really bad? Are you some drunk that's just coming in through the back door that thought he was going into his house, obviously done something wrong getting into my house or is it much worse? And so many of these people, it's much worse. 
Um, and we will, and there's some stories in this documentary about some of these individuals that they found, and we'll mention some of those. So, uh, we're skipping the break. He's liking it so Frank, Frank is liking it so much. We're skipping this break. Great. So, um, the, uh, question I have for you then let's get into it. Tell us a can you tell us a little bit about some of these individuals who are coming in and what, what their background is? Because some of them have been sent back and come back in again and have been caught. How many people are not being caught? I wish we knew the number that are not being caught. Even border authorities aren't able to tell us accurately. They just don't know. Um, the 1.7 million are the ones that they know got through the gotaways that they didn't catch, but they are, you, you know, one thing that I really like about this documentary is that it shows how many people are being caught and they are being, it, it, there isn't enough jails to hold them. There isn't enough, uh, process, you know, funding and stuff in place to send them back and process them properly, but there are deterrents there. And if people know about that, that can actually help stop people from coming through because they are being still are being arrested some of them being prosecuted um these people come from all over we're talking about more than 100 countries there's people coming from south america of course but then there's even from from europe from russia from china they're and they're heading everywhere um we've asked them where are they going they're going to i said new york they're going to california they're going of course we know to texas some are going as far as vancouver and they know where they're going because they've already planned that in advance. And there's a lot of there's been a lot of reports about illegal immigrants that are in this country that have been arrested for heinous crimes, like really uh, murder, rape, um, other other serious crimes in all across the country. And so we're seeing so many examples of people who have been allowed in, they're serious criminals, and they're carrying out crimes on our streets all across the country, not just in border towns. And some of them have come through multiple times, some have been sent back, but the ones that are getting through, those gotaways, they're often being the ones that are those ones that we see in the headlines saying illegal immigrant raped and killed a, a, a young girl or... Uh, I mean, it's not uncommon to see these headlines now, so it's it's really disturbing. Okay, so here's something that uh, my mom's not going to like. She listens to my show every once in a while to make sure I'm not being too uh, obtuse, as it were, obnoxious or saying something I shouldn't. But uh, there was recently found a girl that was five years old that had 20-some-odd deposits of DNA in her. This is what's happening. You know, she came here illegally and she gets caught up in trafficking. This is a very common thing that comes across the border. In fact, you guys mentioned uh, some statistics right at the end uh, about uh, women coming across the border and, and what they have to go through. Uh, let's all, So I want to get hit a little bit more about the Biden administration and the government, the United States government as a whole. What uh, what are your thoughts and what what has happened with the United States government? Where are they at at this moment? How how what do they seem to be wanting to do or not do about the immigration problem? And then I want to get into the Biden administration specifically. So there's 
different levels of the government as we know and we see like texas has shares so much of the border with mexico so there's a lot going on there so texas governor abbott has to deal with a lot of this um he's often going most recently he's he's going head to head with the white house with the biden administration um on a number of things because they're not agreeing he's the rio grande river is a big part of the border in Texas and people cross the river. I've seen it myself in, in one, one bend in the river in 2021 within just a period of a few hours after midnight, I was there for hours with a film crew and we saw just, just feet away from me, just feet. I'm not talking like down the river, like right in front of me cartel. One cartel member came across in a large raft with full of women and children Brought them right across the river. We had lights on with the cameras. I thought that would deter them. Nope. He came right in front of us, stopped, got off all the women and children, went back, got more, went back, got more. When he was tired, he then got another cartel member, went back and got more. I saw more than 200 people come across that one point very in a very short, you know, few hours. Border okay. patrol were overwhelmed. Okay, so if this is happening... Right in front of a film crew, a cartel member. Okay, so let me ask you this: How do you know it was a cartel member? Why do you why do you believe it was a cartel member? Because I've got my liberal friend just jabbering in my ear. I hear him right now. Well, you know, how do you know it was a cartel member? He could have been a private human. Uh, smuggler. Now, there's a difference between smugglers and traffickers. So I couldn't guarantee he's a trafficker, couldn't guarantee he's selling anybody, but he was smuggling. He was bringing over people that he didn't know. You know, I don't, I don't believe he had 200 family members that he was bringing across the border in one night. Most people don't have 200 family members they travel with. No. He, yeah, he was smiling and he was, was laughing and he uh, he was tattooed. Not to say that someone you know fully tattooed is going to. And there was a few of them, so I saw multiple. So I cannot tell you that he was an absolute cartel member and which cartel he was from. So it's a good question, fair question. But he was involved. He was a human smuggler, and the cartels control that border. So if he was operating without the cartel's permission, I would be very surprised. And he wasn't with border authorities. So he was a smuggler. So he would have had to have some permission from the cartels to bring hundreds of people across the river uh, regularly because I talked to others who were there and they said they come here regularly and they see this happen often. So it wasn't a one-time thing. So the, you cannot do that without the uh, support of the cartels. So he either was an op operative for the cartel or had the support of the cartel. And it, I think it's very brazen that if that he's willing to come and keep bringing people over to the same spot right by you with those camera lights on, you'd think that that would be something that they would run from. I was, I was that that shocked me so much because I I had a microphone there. I could have walked up to him and asked him a question. I I, I, I had a translator. I could have grabbed a translator and gone and asked him a question, but I was so shocked. Because originally I said, no, 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 don't turn the lights on. We don't want to deter him from coming here. And, um, and then we, we turned the lights on and it was no deterrent. He smiled at us and kept coming. Um, and, it, and the lights helped the illegal immigrants walk 
across the rocks because it was rocky. I was slipping into the water as I was coming across the rocks. It wasn't an easy path. So I was in so much shock that later on I thought, wow, like as a reporter, I would normally go up and ask him a question. But I, I just, I was flabbergasted. I was like, you're kidding me. You're a criminal right there in front of me. And what would I ask him anyway? Um, are you a cartel member? What's your name, sir? Uh, you, you know, like I just thought, I don't have a question that I could ask someone that should be behind bars right now for human smuggling. And um, I was lost for words. It was, it was crazy. Okay. So let's, let's get to this. Um, what do you think, what could the, why do you feel the Biden administration, what do you believe the Biden administration is doing to either slow this down, make sure this happens? What is their involvement in the border? what do people actually let's do this i want you to answer that question on the other side and i want the audience to think about this i'm gonna john's gonna give his i'm not a reporter i am i'm a person that likes to interview people on a radio show commentary on the news my personal opinion is is Maybe not Joe Biden himself directly benefits from this, but I believe the Democrat Party benefits, and I also believe some Republicans benefit from this. I'd like to know your thoughts on the Democrat Party and the Biden administration on the other side of this break. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Tejibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Everyone around me seems to get sick but me. My brother got the flu twice. My mother was down with some sort of fever. People at work were taking sick days off and others were just plain tired and run down. And me? Well, I just keep feeling great all the time with Extendivite. My grandfather used to talk about the power of garlic and other herbs he took that kept him healthy. I'm lucky. Extendivite was just what I needed to keep me healthy. And Extendivite is all natural. Extendivite was designed for the heart but does so much more by keeping me healthy all the time. I'll take Extendivite forever. Get your two-month supply for only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. My name is Rick, and you can be like me. Just by calling one 877 
928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold drive The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids And the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I am right now with Kay Rubacek, who is the producer and editor of Gotaway. It is with Epic TV. Uh, in conjunction with Epic TV, she did this uh, this movie. Well, this documentary, fascinating one. It's only a little over an hour long. It's some of the best some of the best quality time you're going to spend. And if some of you are as annoyed about as I am about the, what's happening at the border, folks, you want to check out this documentary. It's well worth your time. It's only an, an hour investment of your time to become more knowledgeable of what's happening in Kinney County. So before we get to going on what's going on in Kinney County, my question to you is why do you, do you think that the Biden administration is, this is part of the plan. This happens to be a mistake. At this point, I'm sorry, in 2023, I no good conscience can say that they don't have any clue that this is going on. They know. So why are why is this being allowed to happen? I think for anyone in at that level of politics, um, they want power, right? And they want to maintain their power. It's very hard for people to let go of their power once they get to that level. And you've got to compromise so much when, when you get there. I worked in Washington, D.C. for a while, and that city... You know, that town changes the people that work there. You've got to compromise so much. And you've, you've got to forget what the rest of the country's like when you're there. I hated it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, this is what those – this is how these people live and breathe every day. And for them, they look at numbers. They're looking at power. They're looking at uh, election votes. And 
that is their priority. And, you know, when people are putting that above, say, above the, the Constitution um, or and following more of a socialist type model where people are essentially trying to play God, I think, um, then that's when you get these things where you don't care so much if people have to be hurt for you to maintain that power. And, and to me, that's what it comes down to, whatever party you're on. Yeah, and, 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 and let's be clear. I think there's plenty of Republicans back in uh, Washington D.C. that are totally fine with the immigrate uh, with the. Uh, I'm not even going to just illegals. The illegals that are coming over the border. I'm not going to call them immigrant. I'm not undocumented immigrants. Let's call them what they are. They're they're illegal immigrants. Um, I even have so I have a a Republican. Uh, family member who kind of years ago was trying to convince me, John, it's not a big deal. It's like they're, you know, these people are, uh, it's the equivalent of getting a speeding ticket to come across the border illegally. Well, you know, uh, right around that time, actually it was about a couple years before my, my wife had got a speeding ticket and just kind of forgotten about it. Somehow I found out she, I I, I can't remember how we found out, but come to find out there was a warrant out for her arrest because she had not taken care of it, shown up. She had not paid it or anything along this. It's like, John, I just completely, I completely just dumbfounded. So I bottom line is had my wife been stopped with my kids, she would have been hauled off to jail. So fortunately I was able to go get it taken care of. But it, it cost a pretty penny. So bottom line is, yes, you can. that used to be the comment that, that uh, even Republicans would make uh, to me, trying to justify it. Oh, it's just like a speeding ticket. Yeah, well, you don't pay that speeding ticket. Guess what? You're going to jail eventually. Um, and it's still breaking the law. So this story is of what county in Texas? We we focused on Kinney County. It's the county that's one of, receiving the most uh, highest numbers of illegal immigration coming through. People need to go through there to circumvent the checkpoints in like Eagle Pass and other big you know, bigger cities in the area. So they go through Kinney County, and our director spent more than two hundred and forty hours um, over a period of of more than a year riding along with sheriffs. Border Patrol agents, just a whole range of people, and just being up, just being there. It's like a film crew of one most of the time because you cannot have a big film crew there when smugglers are being arrested right in front of you. So, uh, yeah, we focused on Kinney County because that way you can just see what it's like, what, what it could be like in your town, right? It's kind of like this is what's going on in one town, and it gives you the tip of the iceberg, and you see this is massive. So I want to say there also someone also mentioned that they were several miles away from the border, and a guy was talking about I had I got a call from my wife that had someone there were some people walking around the outside of our home, uh, peeking in windows and trying to get in the home. And he goes, fortunately, I was able to get there in time. I mean, bottom line is these people are a lot better than me. Someone starts poking their nose around my my window. There's a good chance that they're going to get. Well, they're going to be they're going to be hopeful that the police beat me to them. And uh, so, 
are there that you showed where people had cut in fences the problem is they're cut cattlemen down there they have cattle or something like that they cut holes big enough for the cattle to get through those cattle get on the road what happens someone hits them with a car guess what the rancher's responsible for taking care of the cow lost lost wages for the cat you know lost income from the cow but they also have to repair the vehicle that hit the cow they're responsible for that how is this so give me a little bit of background how this is affecting the average everyday american on their own property yeah and i think you, you you're hitting on the core of what this film is about because we spend so much time with just all the average Americans, this was this is not based in Washington, D.C., talking policy and things like that. You know, we do cover that a bit, but we're really focused on how this is hitting home in the schools, in the on the residential streets and for the ranches. So Kinney County has a lot of ranches there. Um, people rely on that for their primary source of income. It's, it's a really big part of the local economy. But these um, illegal immigrants are coming through on a daily basis. So last year I was out reporting with a deputy sheriff from another county nearby who is called in to collect dead bodies because they're these on ranches and things like that because uh, and and that gets covered you know there's one story about that in the docu- in our documentary as well and and you just see that this is not like once a year or once twice a year. This is not just even once a month. This is regular that they are not safe. They're not feeling safe in their own homes. The kids not feeling safe in their own schools. And uh, when you're on a ranch, it's different to being in a, in a I guess, like a, a street where you've got neighbours around that you can see. These ranches don't have neighbours around and there's no one, um, you, you know, they're like more than an hour for 911 to come and get to them. 911 can't help them. So this is a real big problem. Um, it was uh, Sheriff Coe of Kinney County. I, I found this an interesting statement was he said uh, his, one of his he said, I'm concerned about the uh, police chases that we have. He goes, we used to have like one police chase a month where we'd be uh, going after these illegals. Now it's, he goes, there, sometimes we're having two or three a, um, a night. A night, yeah. And, he, and, and the thing that hit me like a ton of bricks, one of his biggest concerns and one of the things he seemed most adamant about was, I'm concerned, one reason why I'm so concerned about this I'm concerned that my guys are getting used to these police chases. And that hit me. I was like, wow, actually, that's really big. You don't want, that's when people can get hurt. Mistakes can be made. Um, but he's like, I'm concerned that this is just in be, get, to getting to be just routine for my guys. Um, there was a, a specific, uh, uh, I want to say sheriff, uh, that he, was on a chase, arrested someone, took them back, got processed. Five hours later, he gets back in another uh, chase. So that just goes to show you how frequently this happens. I also thought another thing that is interesting is this is affecting Americans. Americans are getting arrested. What are they getting arrested for when it comes to the illegals? 
This is what shocked me the most because I was so focused on the cartel members previously before working on this documentary that I didn't realize how much regular Americans are going to the border. And I'm talking about all ages too. You know, they've had people as old as, uh, you know, 60 and above and as young as 15 uh, being arrested, American citizens, because they went to the border to participate in human smuggling. They want to make a few quick bucks. Well, actually, they're making a lot of, you know, they're, they're being lured by the promise of thousands of dollars to take illegals across the border and bring them into America. And they're flying in from all over the country to go to Kearney County, get a rental car, someone has a U-Haul, they get in whatever they can and they're thinking that they can smuggle these people in but they're getting caught. And that's what you, that's you know something else that you see in this documentary up close is these American citizens of all ages and backgrounds. And I think if they knew, if more people knew that they were most likely bringing in criminals that could really um, do damage to their hometown they probably would think twice. I think a lot of them would think twice. And that's another reason why I feel this this story is so important to get out because the media aren't talking about it. I hope those people get arrested. And one thing that concerns me about this is this is the taint starting to form here in the United States. It's starting to form on my fellow Americans. Hey, I can make a quick buck. Well, the sheriff said of an older couple, hey, this is just how they were going to provide a little bit of income for themselves is by doing that. Uh, yes, folks, we're going to be willing to take some calls. Uh, if they come in, Kay's willing to take some calls and answer your questions. And so if you can, okay, let's go to Laura in Michigan, if that's all right with you. Hello, sure. Kay. I was going to ask you. It's uh, on your mind. Do the people coming over, do they have bracelets on with different colors? The yes. The they- are giving them. Yes, a lot of them do. A lot of them cut them off as soon as they get across the border. Um, the gotaways don't always have bracelets, but um, they often take them off earlier. But, yeah, um, often, usually they do, and that's, that shows that they've been numbered by the cartel. Does the bracelets say which way, where is it going to go? They don't always say where they're going to go. They sometimes say how much they've paid. Okay. Uh, We have a host uh, here at RB, and he's on Tuesdays, Michael Herzog. He sincerely wants to do something about this problem. He's thinking about flyers or something. He doesn't know. But you might want to contact him because he's very sincere about wanting to do something. Watch the documentary and get in touch. Well, number one thing is watch the documentary. Laura, thank you for the call. Appreciate you joining us. Okay. All right. So what is is, a couple of the main takeaways that you want Americans to take away from your guys' documentary? Because it's it's different from a film. Yeah. and, and But even within it, I was like, man, there are some people that are going through some real struggles there. Um, one, one gentleman said, even as he, all of his workers and all of, even his children wear pistols when they go out on the farm or on the ranch. Yeah, I, I think, you know, so many of us are concerned about the border. We know it's a big issue. Even now, 
all the political parties are talking about it. It's going to be a big thing for this election. It should be a big thing, a big issue for the election, and it's about time that it that it is. But a lot of people are getting bored of fatigue, and they're saying, oh, I know it already. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's a problem. There's nothing I can do. That is, I, I think that is the worst um the worst thing we can, worst attitude we can have is that we, we have to look at it. And that's when we can actually talk about it and start getting the words right. Because some people are still calling them immigrants instead of saying these are illegals coming into the country. So we got to get the words right. We got to start using um, terms like gotaways, give ups and saying, okay, are they gotaways or are they give ups? You know, are they legal or illegal? And we've got to start knowing this because otherwise, how are we going to hold our representatives to account if we don't even know what we're talking about? So that's why we made this documentary short, focused, but full of action, full of car chases and all of that so that people can just watch it, feel it and be like, I know how to talk about this now. And I'm not going to look away because we have to stay focused on this. Otherwise, it's going to go out of our hands. And what's happening in Kinney County is what will happen, what will spread to other counties if we don't, if we let it, basically. Uh, we're going to have people that are going to be willing to break, you know, these these legal immigrants, especially the bad actors that are among them, we need to know who they are. Because when they come here, they're more than willing to break the law. Not all, I'm not saying all, but the bottom line is, if you come in illegally, you've already breaking the law once, what's to keep you from even breaking the law again? And and to Americans, if I can add, you know, like, are your kids going to the border? Are they being lured on TikTok to go there and be part of human smuggling? Are you having that conversation at home? What is the difference between human smuggling and human trafficking? You know, Sound of Freedom brings up the issue of trafficking. It does. It, it covers smuggling too. We focus on smuggling. It's like if we start knowing. If we can be talking about this stuff, then I think less Americans are going to get involved because Americans are bringing these criminals over, these gotaways. That's how they're getting – a lot of them are getting into the country because of us being a part of it and being ignorant and not realizing we're bringing criminals in. So if we can start looking at that and say, actually, no, I'm not going to do that because if you think you're going to make a few quick bucks, you're actually supporting the current administration's policies that are allowing this to happen. So it's kind of like we can't criticize these policies while at the same time think we can make money off it. It doesn't work that way. You know, you can't take take it both ways. So people right. really got to look at this, I think, properly. Okay. So another thought is you have not only people willing to drive down and make that quick buck. Oh, let's get back to it on the other side of this break. That's the music to break. We'll be right back. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is Talk with John here on Republic Broadcasting, and I'm right now with Kate Rubacek. She is the producer and editor of Gotaway. It is in conjunction with the Epic Times. Now, Kay, how can people view this uh, documentary that you were part of, both being a producer and an editor? So go to godawaysfilm.com, and then you'll see it there. The trailer's there. If you're already a subscriber, then you've got immediate access. If you're not, then it's just a couple of dollars. So then, and then, you, can, then you can watch the movie. It's, and I invested the full hour. It was well worth my time. There were a few things that it even brought to me, kind of made it a little bit more real. So... Um, Unfortunately, so Wayne, let's let's do this. Let's let Wayne from Texas, Wayne. Unfortunately, we are way up against it, so you've got like thirty seconds for a question or comment. Wayne, fire right, away. A, yeah, thanks, sir. Uh, quick comment. I think people need to realize this is very serious. We're seeing an invasion, and then step two is colonization. Because I'm here in Texas, I see it every day. Step three is uh, 
they're going to try to conquer us through some form or fashion. It's called Reconquista. And Americans are paying for their own destruction. These illegals get free housing, food, cell phones, health care, and everything else. And so we see what's going on here. We're being replaced. We better understand what the seriousness of this whole situation. Wayne, thanks for your comment. Okay, any thoughts? Absolutely serious. Absolutely agree. We talk about invasion specifically at the end of this documentary and and, and, and also some strategies to, to going forward. So it's, like I said before, don't, don't feel that you know about the border, you know everything about the border. Don't be sick of this issue. Do not turn away. This is really, really important. So, so I agree with you. I agree with Wayne, Wayne's comments. Thanks for calling in. And, and I think we, we've got to have our thoughts with everyone in Texas. They're frontline, but we've got to support them because we're just behind that frontline. Well, they're they're already in just about everybody's back door right now. That's right. Okay, let's get uh, just so we're moments away from having to finish up. We've got 30 seconds. Um, so please tell us how people can find out more about you and your reporting and as well where to go to. You can go to my website, my, which is my name, K-A-Y-R-U-B-A-C-E-K, krubacek.com. Uh, you can see all of my movies, my books there. I cover a lot of things, but I'm really big on exposing socialism and communism here in the U.S. and around the world because my family escaped communism three times and we got a lot to learn from history and uh, to help us go. But also there's, there's a lot of hope in that too because we have a lot to learn from history. we just got to open our eyes and pay attention. So krubacek.com. We've got to take care of it here in the United States because where else do you go? There All is right, nowhere left to run. <laughs> talk with John. Everyone have a fantastic Sabbath. Kate, thank you so much for joining me. Frank, great job on the production end. God bless you all. Have a great weekend and have a great Sabbath. Yeah, we got it sorted out. He's working fine now, so we're good to go. No, he was. I hung up with him, so you need to call both of them. All right, appreciate that. Hope you're having a good day. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? 
Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.